It's like these people actually go to school on how to look and sound intimidating. They are also trained in the art of making you feel as if you are not who you say you are. Like why is my heart going 200 miles an hour when they look at me, then they look at my passport photo, and then they look at me again? Welcome, and you're listening to The Weekly Tea with Sid. One of my favorite quotes is from one of my favorite authors, J.R.R. Tolkien in The Lord of the Rings. Bilbo Baggins says to Frodo, It's dangerous business, Frodo, going out your door. You step onto the road, and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. And I apply this quote to all of my traveling. No matter the distance or the reason, it's always an adventure. The ability to travel is one of the greatest privileges. Whether it's for business or pleasure, it's something that I will always encourage. And now, two years in with COVID-19, more and more people are getting vaccinated and travel is starting to pick up again. Unfortunately, this is faster than the airlines can handle. Many have actually taken to biting the bullet and paying for these insane gas prices. Others would rather risk it pay for a plane ticket, and just pray that it doesn't get cancelled. My flying experiences, on the other hand, have always been an adventure. I remember the first time I traveled to the United States. After flying for almost 18 hours, not continuously, I had connecting flights, I had finally touched down on American soil. One would think, you would be so tired, but I was too excited. I mean, who wouldn't? I had just traveled to a new place I had never been to on a whole different continent. And friends, this is where my experience really begins. Not even 30 minutes into landing in the US of awe at the TSA line. If you're from a third world country, then you've definitely heard about the many stories of how mean the people in the TSA line can be. But I mean, how mean can someone be at 7am? It's like these people actually go to school on how to look and sound intimidating and uninterested as possible. They are also trained in the art of making you feel as if you are not who you say you are. Like why is my heart going 200 miles an hour when they look at me, then they look at my passport photo, and then they look at me again? It's me, I promise. That picture was taken when I was 15. I was shaking in my shoes. The TSA officer I had was definitely six foot tall, buff, had a short hairstyle, and tattoos up her neck. The TSA agents in Zimbabwe definitely do not look like that. My mind was reeling, like this person had visible tattoos. This was a culture shock. It's not that many people in Zimbabwe don't have tattoos. It's just at work, they are never visible. Zimbabwe is more of a conservative country. Facial piercings and visible tattoos are still frowned upon in the workplace. Well, anyway, she started asking me the routine questions. Who are you? What are you doing in the United States? How long will you be here? Etc, etc. Well, then she kind of went off the routine. Started asking me if I had food in my bag. Well, like any logical person who was a little intimidated, I answered. (laughs) Which bag? Yeah, if looks could kill. She looked at me like, child, please, it is too early in the morning for this and proceeded to ask me again. Do you have any food in your bag? And like the honest citizen that I am, who was actually generally curious, I answered again, which bag? I swear, if she could have jumped across the counter and strangled me, she would have. I would have strangled me. What kind of dumb answer is that? I knew there was a reason that I dyed my hair blonde.
She asked me the question again and it finally clicked. So I said, you know, not in the one on me, which yeah, I know, not my best moment. She just rolled her eyes, continued typing, and I honestly wonder what she was typing because all I could hear was the tick 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 You know, not the normal, you know, tick 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 sounds when you're typing, like the angry ones. Like you could actually, like I felt for those little keyboard thingy mobobbies, it was, yeah, let's just say it was not my best moment. But I made it through in 30 minutes, which most people tend to take longer and this is including waiting in the line. Now, you would think that would be all my excitement for the day, <laughs> but jokes in you. I was finally through, excited because I was officially in the United States of America and I was ready. I was so ready. All bushy-tailed and wide-eyed, oh, you could never tell that I was a tourist. I was taking everything in on the train ride from the international side to the domestic side of the airport, including the accent of the lady who was next to me. I was flabbergasted. I had never heard such an American accent before, and I grew up watching Hollywood movies. I could barely understand what she was saying. And we speak the same language. After mastering my courage, I finally blurted out how I liked her accent, and that, my dear friends, is how my next adventure started. Not even an hour into being in the United States. After a little small talk, it was decided that we needed to be on the hunt for some food, and it had also turned out that we were both on the same flight to Atlanta. While I was going for school, she was on her way for the big hair show by the Bronner Bros. You're probably wondering, okay, Sid, how is this an adventure? Well, here is the travel tip of the day. Mention to the locals that you've never tried their local favorites and boom, you got yourself a free meal, baby. Use this information at your own risk. It has only ever worked twice. Well, this lady, who we shall call Mary Sue for now, suggested Duncan. Duncan? What in the world is a Duncan? I literally had no idea what that was, and fun fact, to my knowledge, granted I have not been home in three years, we do not have a Dunkin' Donuts in Zimbabwe. And prior to that day in the airport, I had never had Dunkin' Donuts. In fact, Zimbabwe does not have a lot of popular food chains, such as McDonald's, Burger King, Starbucks, and even the supermarket, Walmart. I know, I know. It's shocking. It's shocking, but friends, close your mouth. You might catch flies. Mary Sue was as astonished as you are. Eyes wide in disbelief and mouth opening and closing like a fish. It was quite comical. But her next words, her next words were literally the best part of this whole situation. It's like every college student's dream. She said, well, you have to absolutely try it. My treat. Those magical words my treat. Oh, <laughs> you will never, never catch me declining an offer for free food. Nope. Free food. No person in their right mind would decline that offer. I didn't even know what Dunkin' Donuts was, but I wasn't going to trump this lady's excitement. She was about to buy an African child her first Dunkin' Donuts after all. But honestly, I didn't even know what to get. First of all, why are there so many options? You go to a bakery or a coffee shop back home and there's a glazed donut, you know, chocolate glaze, glazed with sprinkles, maybe sugar if you're lucky. But why was I looking at 20 different kinds of donuts? How are they 20 different kinds of donuts? And I think the lady could tell how overwhelmed I was because she ended up ordering for me. Not just one or two, but four different donuts. 
that I absolutely had to try. I wasn't even that hungry. Plus, a large coffee. Now, people, I'm not trying to complain, but I do have a question for the Americans. Why is everything here supersized? Your large cup is the size of my forearm. It's not even a large. That's like a double XL. But anyway, I'm good. I'm happy. I got some free donuts. And I've only been in America for three hours. We make it back to our gate and this lady takes out her phone and proceeds to call her mom to tell her about me. I was flattered. Really, I was so flattered. Somebody actually wants to boast about meeting me. Get me a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame because mommy, I am famous. But as soon as her mother answers, she says, Mama, I met this girl from Africa and she said she ain't never had Duncan. I, I would have been fine. I would have been fine. Except everyone could hear what she was saying. Uncle across from us was having a blast listening to our conversation. I could see his little giggles. And uh, yeah, I was famous and all right. But anyway, it's funny really because when I tell people where I'm from, I always say Zimbabwe. And one of three things happen. Either one, they know exactly where that is. Two, they don't and I tell them that it's in Africa. Three, they pretend to know exactly where that is. So 90% of the time, people only remember the Africa part. So, like many people, I was never the girl from Zimbabwe in Mary Sue's story. I was the girl from Africa, the motherland. I wish my travel adventures had stopped there for the day. But seven hours later, when I had touched down in Atlanta, my bags did not arrive with me. Travel tip number two for the day, always pack your carry-on with a couple days worth of clothes and toiletries that you may need. Because when I say I had a fun time living out of my carry-on for a couple of days, I had a fun time. These stories are only just some of the crazy adventures that I have had traveling. Question, do you have any crazy stories? Let me know in the comments or on Instagram. Handle in my bio. Stay tuned for the next episode by hitting that subscribe button. You're listening to The Weekly Tea with Sid. Thanks for tuning in.